Welcome to the Amazing Moms Podcast, a podcast to motivate and encourage moms of special needs and medically complex children. Hi, my name is Crystal and welcome to episode number 23. Today I'm going to be talking about Epcot in Walt Disney World. So we recently visited Epcot on Thursday, June 23rd, and this is a little bit of information about how our day went with our medically challenged, our medically complex um, child who has cognitive disabilities as well. Her name is Autumn, and she's almost 13 years old. She does love theme parks. She loves swimming. She actually loves to go, go, go. She goes more, she has more energy to go than anybody else in our family. She definitely likes to be on the go. So this is a little bit of information. Um, If you've listened to prior podcasts, you know that on this trip, we actually were staying at Disney's Pop Century Resort. And this was the third theme park we had visited on this trip. We had done the first day. On Tuesday, we had gone to Magic Kingdom. On Wednesday, we had gone to Hollywood Studios. And then on Thursday, we went to Epcot. And just like I said in the previous episodes, this was information that was correct at the time of our visit, but you should always check the Walt Disney World official website for any changes that have been made since that time. So our day at Epcot was a little bit different than the other days. The other days we did not rush to get to the park, but we were interested in riding Epcot's new newest ride, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a roller coaster in the dark. Um, and they are using the boarding pass system for this ride at this time. So the way the boarding pass system works is that you have to have a ticket, a valid ticket, and a reservation for the park that the ride is in. And once you have that at 7 a.m. on the day of your reservation, so for instance on Thursday at 7 a.m. in the morning, I was able to go on the My Disney Experience app and try to get a boarding time for this ride. So I was actually very lucky. I was right on at 7. I started refreshing my page probably at 6.58, 6.59, something like that. We were actually booking for a party of 10. I'm sorry, it was booking for a group of 8, but we got boarding pass number 10. Now, I was super happy to have a boarding pass, but I got to tell you, I was actually a little bit like, oh my gosh, we're number 10, because that meant we were going to be pretty much as soon as the park opened. And it was 7 a.m. and there was a lot to do. Luckily, I had packed everything the night before in anticipation of possibly getting an early boarding pass. So I had already packed all the meds. I made sure I had plenty of Pedialyte. Pretty much everything was ready to go. But still getting myself and Autumn out the door and picking up um, my oldest daughter and my niece were staying at my sister's house, which is about 15 minutes from Pop Century. So I needed to go and pick them up so that we could all make it in time for our boarding pass. So they estimated that our boarding time, we had to be there by 9.30 a.m. Our window was 8.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And we were, again, group number 10. We didn't want to miss it because you can't book another one. And once you ride it that day, you can't ride it again that day. So we didn't want to miss our opportunity to ride this ride. So we luckily had packed everything again the night before and we just got up and got ready quickly. And lucky for us, we did make it. Um, we got to, I think I got to bag check like around 8.30, probably about 8.30. Um, but again, I did have trouble at bag check. So I know I was at bag check for at least 15 minutes. I th- They actually literally, like for a lot of autumn stuff, they will take out every single thing in the bag. I think it's because they use like... Um, you know, when she goes through, it's kind of like airport security. I think they're seeing things. 
And I guess, or maybe something is just setting off the metal detector, but we do carry like a lot of syringes. They're not metal, metal syringes, they're plastic, but I think that sometimes that sets it off. Um, one of the security guards told us in the past that he thinks that actually some of the meds themselves set it off. So I'm not sure what set it off this time, but we did have to wait for that. So I actually sent everybody else back to the ride because we were, we seemed like we were cutting it pretty close. Maybe we had to be there by nine, actually. I think we had to be in the line by nine o'clock. So I sent them back and then we kind of went back as soon as we were finished going through bag check. Um, so the queue, a lot of the queue for Guardians of the Galaxy was on the inside. There were a lot of fun things to look at. We were moving pretty fast, though, so we didn't get to see too many of those. The ride itself, we were able to take her stroller, medical stroller slash wheelchair right up to the ride vehicle. We actually let them take it a little bit sooner than that because she is can easily transfer, especially early in the day. She does pretty well. Um, it is seated next to each other. So unlike Space Mountain, which is also a dark roller coaster, she's never gotten to ride Space Mountain because the way the ride vehicle is set up, she would have to sit separately either in front of us or behind one of us. And we can't see her, so I'm always worried about if she has a seizure or has some other problem, there's no way for us to get to her on that ride. So I'm sure eventually I'll be brave enough. I know she's already brave enough. She just thinks she's not tall enough to ride Space Mountain. But I was very happy that Guardians of the Galaxy, she sits right next to me. So I was able to, you know, see what she was doing the whole time. If you've ever been to Hershey Park in Pennsylvania... This ride is very similar in the style to Laugh Track. I like it much better than Laugh Track, but it's a similar type style where it's a smooth roller coaster style ride in the dark. It's much darker in Guardians of the Galaxy with that little bit of spinning motion. So the car does spin. It's not a constant spin, but it's enough to make you sometimes go backwards and sometimes you're going forward. She absolutely loved the ride. I actually really love the ride. I know that a lot of people have gotten sick, have had motion sickness problems with this ride. We were all okay. Um, my daughter Hunter does need to take Dramamine whenever we travel, like in a car. She gets sick pretty quickly. Like if it's more than a half hour, 45 minutes, she tends to get sick. She didn't have any problem with this ride. I only noticed that when I was on the ride itself, I didn't feel any kind of motion sickness. But when I got off of the ride is when I felt like kind of a little bit dizzy, maybe. Um, it almost felt like how when you've been riding in a car for too long and you still feel like you're going, it was similar to that feeling. Um, also, I would say that when you, when you get off of the ride itself, if you are in a stroller or a wheelchair, you have to take, this was not set up very well on Disney's part. So you have to take an elevator to a different floor and then you have to go across the hall and take another elevator to get back down again. So that's not the most convenient way to get out of the ride. It does take a little bit of time. I'm sure if it's crowded, you probably have to wait a little bit. We didn't have to wait very long, but again, it was two elevators to get back down. So once again, I recommend Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Hunter's not a huge thrill ride person. She's not a big she doesn't really like roller coasters too much, but she did really enjoy this ride. Um, so that was good. Actually, everybody in our party enjoyed the ride. So before we rode Guardians of the Galaxy, remember that was a boarding pass ride. That wasn't a DAS ride. We had gotten the boarding pass for that. Oh, once again, if you are not able to get a boarding pass at the 7 a.m., they do it again at 1 p.m., but you have to be in the park to do that one at 1 p.m., 
and you had to have an original reservation for Epcot that day. So Disney does allow park hopping again, but it's after 2 p.m., so if you happen to be like at Magic Kingdom and you're like, I think I'm going to go over to Epcot and try to ride Guardians of the Galaxy, and you think that you'll be able to get over there, first of all, they do the boarding passes at 1 p.m., and then even if there were still some later in the day when I was reading the fine print, it says that you're only eligible for a boarding pass if you had a reservation for that park on that day. So if you're park hopping, you won't be able to get a boarding pass for that ride. Um, some cast members have said that they don't expect the boarding pass system to be long on this ride. I know for Rise of the Resistance, it was a pretty long time. But Ratatouille's Adventure, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, that's also in Epcot. That one was on, on boarding passes on our last visit, but that did not last long on boarding passes. I think this ride is probably going to be more popular than the Remy ride was. So I expect it might be a little longer, but they're saying they don't think it'll stay on boarding passes for too long. So depending on when your visit is, the boarding pass may not even be a thing. It is convenient if you're able to get one because you're not waiting in line and you're not paying for a lightning lane. You're just getting a return time and then your wait is limited. You're not waiting for too long. Um, but it is frustrating if you're not able to get a boarding pass and you really want to ride a ride. I know many people say, I just want to wait in the line. Just give me the chance to ride the ride. But once again, um, if you don't get it at 7 a.m., you could try to get it again at 1 p.m. So because we were on boarding pass and not using our DAS, once we once I got back to the ride and got settled in, I used my Disney experience with Autumn's DAS. So our DAS is actually good for 30 days. Usually it's the length of your visit, but since we're annual pass holders, our actually is good for 30 days. So when I got our original DAS renewal on Tuesday at Magic Kingdom, that was going to be good for the rest of our trip. So we didn't have to go back to um, the customer service area or guest services to get it renewed. It was already good. Same thing with our stroller as a wheelchair tag. That was going to be good for 30 days. So we, once I got in, I used my Disney experience to DAS, um, we DAS test track because everyone likes test track. So that by the time we finished Guardians of the Galaxy, we only had a few minutes to wait and then we were able to go ride test track. Like I talked about in my prior pod podcast about Slinky Dog Dash, I recommend test track earlier in the day if you're there during the stormy season in Florida, because test track is another one that closes pretty easily due to weather. So if you really want to ride that one, I recommend it doing in the earlier part of the day if there's expected to be rain or thunderstorms in the later part of the day. So again, we had done a DAS for that. If you need more information on DAS, that's episode number three. It talks about the DAS pass and how it works. Um, our return time, I think, was probably probably about an hour from when we got into the park. It might have only been like 45 minutes. So by the time we rode the Guardians of the Galaxy and everyone took a trip to the restroom, it was time for test track. So when we're riding Test Track, this is one of the rides that Autumn wears her helmet for, which I forgot to mention. We did have her ride, we did have her wear her helmet for Guardians of the Galaxy. So she doesn't always have the best head control, um, and there is some concern about her banging her head on things that are rough. So on rougher rides, she has a foam helmet that she does ride. Like for instance, in Magic Kingdom, we use that for Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Um, and I did have her wear it for Guardians of the Galaxy because I didn't know what to expect. But in the future, I feel like she would be completely fine without it. It was a very smooth ride. It wasn't like jerky by any means. And I don't think that there was a lack, a lack of head control. I think that she probably would be fine without it. On Test Track, there's a lot of weaving 
at high speeds and a lot of like jarring motion. So we do have her wear it for test track. Um, so when we got up there, I usually put it on at the last minute because it is pretty hot. It is a pretty hot helmet, especially in the heat. But with test track, you will go through the room where you create your own vehicle. And then you're still continuing with your wheelchair. And then they will send you down to the wheelchair lane. And once you get there, they will ask you if you're able to transfer or if you need to go up to the ride vehicle. We've actually done it both ways. If you're going to go to the ride vehicle to transfer there because you need more time, you actually take an elevator down and you go around to where the seatbelt check area is. And that's where you load the ride vehicle. And it actually is a longer process and it does take some time. So I recommend if you're able to make a transfer that you don't go through all of that. It's also difficult for the cast members. Um, it kind of holds the ride up. But if you need that, it absolutely is available. And it is much easier to lift someone down into the ride vehicle from that area. Just from it's like the ride vehicle is lower. So it's much easier to get someone into it. And then you also would exit there as well. And then you would get, you know, your wheelchair will be waiting right there for you. So we generally don't do that. We usually are leaving our wheelchair and then going over to the lane that we're going to be riding the vehicle in. We never have to wait more than like one vehicle. And then we just help her down and get her buckled up and ready to go. When you're done with the ride, your wheelchair will be waiting for you at the other side. Um, so it's pretty close. And again, you know, it's pretty easy to get her into. But if you need more time, there definitely is that second option of getting closer to the ride vehicle. So again, Test Track's a favorite. We had a lot of fun on that one. Um, it is high speeds and some jerking motion. There's really nothing too scary. There are some loud noises. So if you have a child or an adult who has some sensory issues with sensitivity to sound, there's also a bright light section. So if you have someone who's sensitive to lights, that could be an issue. Um, but all in all, it is a good family fun ride. There is a height restriction as well on that one. So we knew when we went to the park that early that we would not be staying the whole day. We knew that we were going to leave and come back. Um, not only did I have some things that I wanted to do outside of the park, but it is just too hot in that time of year for Autumn to stay at the park for the entire day. So we left and that gave her a chance to go home and take a nap in an actual bed since she sleeps for part of the day. And then we knew we were going to be coming back later. So we did a couple of things. And then before I left the park, I did another DAS. And this time I did it for the Remy ride, the Ratatouille Adventure ride. Um, that's in the France section of the World Showcase. So back in the back part of the park. So if you happen to be coming in on the Skyliners, that is something you probably want to hit sooner. Because the Skyliners actually deposit you back in that area of Epcot. If you're coming from the front of the park, it's pretty much as far back as you can go on the other side of the park. So we were not going to be coming back in on the Skyliner, even though we were staying at Pop Century. We generally like to use our own personal vehicle. But I did do the DAS before we left the park, so we knew when we came back we would be able to get right on that ride. So we returned to Epcot at about 5 o'clock, and that was the first thing we did. We went back to the Ratatouille ride back in Paris. This was our first time riding this one. Um, and once again, it's 3D. So if you listen to my last podcast, I actually myself cannot see 3D. I did not enjoy this ride very much. Um, the way that it moved and not being able to see 3D, I just, it didn't, it, it really wasn't a good ride for me. Autumn and everybody else in the party liked it. It was a cute ride. I saw what they were going for. 
But as far as me being able to enjoy it without being able to see the 3D, I think it just wasn't as effective, I guess, as it should be. Um, but it was fun and it was cute. And they do have a separate section where they will take the wheelchair from you. And then once again, you could take it all the way to the ride vehicle if you need to. Or if you could take a couple of steps, they'll take you off to the side and then you just transfer on, which is what we did. Um, again, that's an inside ride. So it was air conditioned and it is definitely newer. A lot of fun. I think that the kids especially will like that one, especially if they're fans of the movie Ratatouille. So after we did that, um, we made a dash for Soren. So Soren is a ride that's back in the other part of the park. So outside of World Showcase, back in the Land Pavilion. So we headed that way. Um, I did have a, a little trick. So we have a stroller fan, one of the bigger fans actually, that clips onto the stroller. It was really, really hot at Epcot this day. Very hot, even though it was after five o'clock. There was some rain coming in that did cool things down. But before that, it was very, very hot. And she didn't want to use the fan. So I ended up actually attaching it to the top bar, the handlebar. And I had the fan pointing on me. So I wanted to give that suggestion. Even if you're not pushing a special needs person, even if you have just a baby stroller, maybe buy an extra fan and attach it to the top because it actually was really helpful now, granted, she's a lot harder to push than a small child is going to be. I mean, she weighs over 100 pounds, and I'm sure her chair weighs probably at least 50 to 75 pounds. So it's a lot to push. But I really enjoyed having that fan to cool me off a little bit while I was pushing. Um, so you can find those fans, lots of different kind of fans. I recommend getting it before you go into the park. They do sell Mickey Mouse ones that attach to strollers. But number one, I don't think that they're... I don't think they're that strong, number one. Number two, they're a little bit awkward to like, it's really hard plastic, so I don't feel like the clip works all that well. And we have one that you could probably get on Amazon. It's rechargeable, so you don't have to worry about batteries. And it has a really good clip. So there's, and it turns in all different directions. So wherever we can clip it, we can turn it like 360 degrees so it can be facing whatever direction we need to. So that's just a little hint. Not only do you want a fan for your child if you're going in the summer, but you also want one for yourself. So I recommend getting a couple of those and charging them up. Um, and speaking of the heat, despite our best efforts to keep her cool, actually Autumn developed a really bad heat rash on both legs and her neck and her arms. She doesn't have the ability to sweat very well. So, and we know that sweating is what helps cool our bodies down. So even though we were trying to keep her cool, she actually had a really, really bad heat rash. So we got to Soren, the pavilion for Soren, where we had dashed something. We were kind of hanging around just a little bit. Before we went on that, we rode the land, which is a slow boat ride that usually has very minimal weight. Um, again, this one wasn't a long wait. When you ride that, it's the same thing. They will take you, you can take your wheelchair up pretty close to the boat. It's a little bit dark in there, but it's a very calming ride. There's not a lot of bright lights. There's not a lot of sounds. There's not a lot of smells. So sensory wise, this one tends to be a pretty good one if anybody has some sensory issues. And it's kind of like a nice cool down for everybody in the whole family. Um, so we, we did do that while we were waiting for Soren. We also, before we even went there, because we had Dasset, 
Autumn loves the Imagination ride with Figment. So we did ride Imagination. That's another ride that rarely has a long wait. And the queue is on the inside. That one does have a lot of sensory stuff, though. So if you are sensitive to sounds and smells, there's a part that um, like a skunk smell comes up. So if you have someone who has some sensory issues, you may want to wear the earphones for that one, the noise-canceling headphones, um, or just be aware that the smells are coming and there are some bright lights. So really high on the sensory. Actually, the ride itself is about your five senses. So you probably expect that there would be some high sensory things in there. But again, it is a fun ride. The song is cute and it's a favorite of ours as well. Um, so after we rode Imagination and we rode the land boat ride and we did Soarin'. So for Soarin', there are a lot of like ups and downs for Soarin' when you're when you're getting to the actual queue. So it can be hard to push. That's one of the rides that when I'm pushing her because she is so heavy, it's a little difficult um, because there's a lot of up uphill things. And it is a long wait. So even though you have a DAS or even if you have a lightning lane, it's a slow loading ride. So I feel like that one has like a longer wait even once you get close to the queue. Um, it does make you feel like you are up in the air. It is a movie, but it's not a 3D movie. So I like it because I can see it. I can see everything there. There are smells associated with Soren as well. So if you're sensitive to smells, some people love the smells, but there are other people that kind of makes them feel sick. Um, we have one member of our party who tried to ride the ride again this time because she's tried it in the past and didn't like it, but it was a no-go. She ended up having to close her eyes. So if you're prone to motion sickness, this one may not be a good one for you as well. Again, it's visually very impressive and it's a lot of fun and it is a favorite of a lot of people, but if you are sensitive to motion or sensitive to smells, you might want to skip this one as well. And then we finished off our day there at the Nemo ride. Um, so there's the little Nemo for the Under the Seas Pavilion or the Seas Pavilion. And Nemo is also another ride that rarely has a weight. It's a fast loading ride and it, you know, it loads pretty quickly. Um, so it's never really a long wait. It did feel like their air conditioning was not working in the queue area, but once we got into the main pavilion, it was pretty good. So again, it's a slow moving ride. It is on a walking, uh, moving platform. So they can stop that for you. If you have trouble getting onto a, a platform, they will take you around the back way if necessary to get you onto the ride vehicle. If you need to get a little closer or need a little more time to get onto the ride. And then once you come off, there is that moving walkway again, and then your wheelchair or stroller will be waiting for you um, just a couple of steps down after you get off. And that one has some dark sections, but it's pretty slow moving and pretty tolerable, I think, by most people for the most part. The birds in the beginning or the birds outside of that pavilion that are saying mine, 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 they're always a favorite. And there are some good picture spots as well outside of that pavilion. So that pretty much comprises what our day was like at Epcot. Again, we were there in the morning, mostly so we could ride the Guardians of the Galaxy. We took a break during the whole middle part of the day, and then we returned to the park around 5 o'clock. That worked out really well for us. Um, and again, though, Autumn did have that really bad heat rash. So we kind of... I'm really glad we didn't stay, because if we had tried to stay for the whole day, it definitely would have been way worse. It would have just been a wash probably completely. So as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out at amazingmomspodcast at yahoo.com. And I thank you for listening. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday.